I feel like yeah, I feel like what happened is that the the author was told, "Hey, uh, you got about like you got you almost done. Like we're tired of paying you. Like can you finish this up?" And he's like, "Well, I guess so. Like I would." Like I said, "Are you ready to finish it up?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just erase like five chapters off of this, ten chapters off of this. Okay, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, uh, we'll make a movie out of it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am Lucky, and I'm Michael. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm Johnny, and we're decisive. We're d- divisive today. Yeah, we're divisive, man. It's crazy. So, uh, don't forget, you can check out our casual discussion on Monday about the Seven Deadly Sins. Make sure you're all caught up. It will be spoilers galore. Um, some spoilers for the movie as well, uh, but that's for another thing. But we were talking a little bit off air about One Piece episode 995, uh, but we'll also be talking about Mushoku Tensei's episodes uh, 12 and 13. So if you're not caught up on Mushoku Tensei, definitely check it out on Funimation. Um, and I was actually very happy. It is really good in the subbed as well. So I, I think the dubbed people did a really good job of getting people that match the voices of the sub because I kind of just went into it like, oh, it's kind of like them speaking Japanese. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. So that's really what you want in your dubbed. But anyway, let's get to, uh, into One Piece episode 995. Um, Five more episodes. Five so episodes. I got to admit, this went a little harder than I thought it was going to. I was kind of like sitting at the back of my seat like, all right, let's see what's happening. All of a sudden, it's like, okay, what stuff, stuff's happening? Stuff's, stuff's happening? What's happening? You know, I just, yeah. things started happening. Now, granted, it was a slow-ass build. Like, all this stuff didn't happen until like the very end of the episode. But I was very, I, I thought the payoff was pretty good. Although I'm pretty sure they're just going to throw it all away and just start from ground zero like the next episode. But what did you guys think of the episode? I was going to say, Lucky, first, can you drop us the big beats of this episode? Like, just like, na- name some big beats of this episode. Keep it short. Keep it succinct. Okay, so uh, big beats of this episode. I mean, it really all happened towards the end, but... Uh, Let's see, Chopper and Frank, uh, sorry, Chopper and <laughs> Chopper and Usopp in Monster, you know, with all the monsters. Uh, Yamato and Luffy arrive to stop Kaido. Uh, Luffy stops Kaido. Uh, sorry, Luffy stops Kaido. Luffy stops Yamato <laughs> from interfering. Also, he takes off her handcuffs, and they actually were, did explode. Uh, yeah, Yamato was not expecting that explosion. Uh, you know, Momonosuke ends up saying that he is Momonosuke, he is Odin's son, proclaiming it to the world. And the Akazaya Nine come in and kind of wreck everybody. Yeah. And yeah, so that was unexpected. Also, we have Marco in the background uh, facing off against a little guy. So yeah, I think that was mostly it. Yeah. Now, what I think about that is like I've been saying the past five, six weeks, it's been build up. And I think this is the point that has been building up to the final, like confrontation between the Azakaya nine and Kaido and his group, because essentially Luffy understands that they need to be the ones who initiate the fight and then they can help because Yamato 
and Luffy and all the pirates can't be the ones who deal with the this for them. They have to deal with it, and then they can get help from the pirates, just like Dressrosa. Like, uh, I mean, a little less than Dressrosa because nobody in Dressrosa could have really fought for themselves. But Luffy assisted them in taking back their country, just like he's going to do with Wano. And I'm glad Luffy kind of understands that, that the, they have to be the ones who are leading the charge. Yeah, well, like Alabasta as well. Yeah, like Alabasta as well. It's like, just like Luffy's done with Robin as well, is that you have to ask for help. And then Luffy can help you. Luffy can't just be the one who's solving things because that's not how you're going to get what you need. So I think this episode really went off, but I think it's neck, next episode that's going to be a banger. And then I think it's going to be five episodes of pure amazingness to episode 1000, which is crazy to say. <laughs> See, admittedly, there is some cool stuff in there. Uh, the Akazaya 9 jumping in there. I mean, that was definitely cool. Came on, chopped some dudes down. And that looked awesome. And then he went for Kaido. But I guess that's the problem. Kind of like we were talking about earlier, um, I don't remember if it was in the last podcast we just did, but the whole premise of <clears throat> if you know they're going to be okay, what's the point of putting this before that? And that's my only thing. I know Kinemon's not going to take out Kaido. It's just not going to happen. But you make a good point. I understand that he does have to do this for him. Like they have to stand up for themselves. But I guess my thing is I know that this isn't going to last and that this has to leave this building. And that's when we're really going to get into some craziness so i don't know i guess that's my whole thing um but yeah i don't know it looks like it's going to kick off pretty soon i mean i definitely think that so i'm excited yeah i think uh like i mean like i like what i'm saying i really did uh I, i i like the the fact that we're getting somewhere right like they're finally i mean not only did they get to kaido they freaking struck them down man like i was like oh yeah. okay thank god um it was cool to see that this is what like Odin has left behind. You know, I think, I think, I think funny enough, I think this episode was one of the most cohesive episodes, right? Cause all it was about was Odin's legacy. Right. Cause I think yeah. it's even what's called yeah. like what's some, I think they call it, call it something like that. Uh, but really made a lot of sense. Right. Momonosuke finally answering Kaido and then crying like a little bitch for about 15 minutes. <laughs> and then we also got, uh, you know, we also got, you know, the Akazaya nine coming in and just, you know, doing some really good stuff. You know what this reminded me of is Marine Ford. You know what I'm saying? When when um when Shanks' yeah, crew absolutely. came in, because it reminded me of when you remember when uh, uh I Izu I think is the the big brother's sister's name, uh the one with the makeup, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Piku, right? He he came in right, and he he just when he when he held like King at gunpoint, I was like that reminds me just like Ben Beckman just holding his uh gun to Kizaru, just telling him not to move. I was like. This is lit, bro. Because now we're starting to see what Odin left behind and what, o- like, this is what I wanted to see. Because so far, Odin left behind shit, you know? Left behind just big piles of shit. And now they're starting to, like, become not shit. I don't know what shit. Hey, becomes. those piles of shit were stinky enough to, like, nab Odin's daughter into, in, into like, his legacy. But that's yeah. about it. <laughs> I was gonna say, I mean, Odin's daughter was like the best part of that, but uh, now they become some type of fungus 
from the shit. And now they're walking mushroom people that are beating the shit out of uh, dragons. Yes. So slowly yeah. turning into walking trees. Excellent. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you guys think about uh, do you guys do you guys think that the Toby Ropo are going to be anywhere to be found? Do you think they're going to be saved for the, uh, you know, like the the weaker people, you know, because we have a lot of people around. We have we have two emperors in the same room right now that have to be mm-hmm. dealt with. We yeah. have uh, King, Queen, and uh, Jack incapacitated, but we know they're all coming back right now. Yeah. Um, and we have a bunch of people from the Toby Ropo. We have giants everywhere. And we got like 5,000 people that are just ready to like kick ass, you know? So yeah. do you think that, uh, uh, you know, the rest of these like Toby Ropo and all these people are going to be safe for some of the lower rung people? You know, maybe like a. I don't know when when Frankie's going to come in with the general Frankie. I mean, who's he who's he for? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I actually I think I actually know that one. I accidentally saw a thumbnail somewhere. It might have been on YouTube. I wasn't even looking up one piece. It was just there. That's I don't know. It came works, out of nowhere. One piece on YouTube works. I think I know what's going to happen with that. And so that's also why I'm like, we still have a ways. Yeah, um, I would like to think that some of the major players from Luffy's crew are going to handle like King, Queen, Jack, and Kaido and Big Mom. And then the Azakai and Nine are going to help with the Toby Ropo. Because the power level is a little different. You know, like, the Azakai and Nine don't feel like they're strong enough to handle King, Queen, Jack, and both Emperors. I feel like Law, kid, uh, Eustace Kid, uh, I feel like all of Luffy's crew are on that level to be able to handle all of them because Queen is just a big bitch compared to Luffy. Uh, as proven from their little arc where Luffy's basically like way stronger than him and is like, yeah, I, I don't remember, like, I could kind of handle you with my handcuffs on, but like, I can definitely handle you with my handcuffs off. So that, and Queen seems equal to at least Jack. Mm. So I'm hoping that we see some of that like play off. Maybe Sanji can take down King. They're both kind of fly people or, or Marco can take down King. Um, and then we can have like the worst generation handle the emperors. So kid law Luffy can go after those three, maybe with some help from Nazakaya nine and Yamato, or just the four of them can handle. Cause Yamato just definitely seems like a new worst generation. Bro, I would love to see Zoro and Luffy take on Kaido. You know, yeah, Zoro Zoro, too. Yeah, Zoro's got the freaking sword that cut him up and everything. Like that would be so awesome to see. And that's like five v two. That's perfect. Yeah, I mean, Killer too. Yeah, Killer is in there as well. The worst. I always forget the Killer's in the worst generation, bro. Like he's such a. Oh, he's like his own thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's so like him and Zoro. I I always remember Zoro, but I always forget about Killer. Like he always throws me off whenever I, Mm I see him. I'm like, oh yeah, you're part of the worst generation, aren't you? Yeah. No, not just like not just in, uh, you know, in the crew. But yeah, overall, I'm just happy that this I mean, so far, One Piece is exceeding my expectations in terms of pacing, uh, (laughs) which makes which means we're probably gonna hit the brakes real soon uh, (laughs) and get into some a lot of dispositions because we need a big battle before that. We haven't we don't have a big battle yet. They always got to do a big battle before they slow back down. Man, I, I hope so. I hope they they don't. They don't. Uh, they don't uh, take away from the formula now because unless would, they talk about suck. Drake X, <laughs> yeah, that would be He's the only be... one we haven't touched on. And there's a little bit about um, Sabo. Like we we haven't heard about him yet. 
So mm. entirely possible they might drop in late on this fight. Yeah. I mean, either way, I, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to see like what because oh my god, dude, Marco is everywhere, bro. He freaking goes over to Odegashima, then he goes over and freaking starts fighting Big Mom's crew. He's like, all right, you guys aren't getting over there. You know, all y'all are not getting over there. I'm here to make sure that happens. That is crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that is so crazy that he's taking on like the entire crew. That's what just, happens when you're on Whitebeard's crew, my guy. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, bro, come on, dude. This is this is wild. He's, I guess you can't you know, kill him. He's unkillable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's also a big thing with like flight, right? Because nobody else can in that universe can pretty much fly except for you know King for the most part. And yeah, Sanji. And Kaido. Yeah, yeah, I guess Kaido, yeah. But you know, that's such a big help, you know. So that's why I'm like, dude, Luffy's got the most dynamic crew out of everybody he's got a fish man for the water he's got sanji for the skies he's got zoro to cut people up you know i mean you know he's got every he's got so many bases whereas i kind of wish that uh, some of these other pirate crews we'd see a little bit more of but uh, i know there's not enough time for that so uh, anything else you guys wanted to talk about for this episode i think that was mostly it right no, i'm good mm-hmm. that, it's i'm looking forward to the ramp up it's it's good it's yeah good. so uh why don't we talk about mashoku tensei Episodes 12 and 13. Uh, yeah, we we had a lot. Dude, this series has gotten surprisingly, uh, what would you say, intense, grotesque, mm-hmm. and yep. all, of the, all, of the, all in between. And I yep. love it, bro. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's, start with, let's start with episode 12. We got to see uh, God has come back or that whatever, uh, whatever you call him. Uh, his God has come back to tell him about a uh, an event that should happen. Buy food, go into the alleyways, ends up going into the alleyways, finds the so demon good. king, finds <laughs> it, finds a freaking demon king. She gives him an eye that can see, uh, that can predict moves and shit. Takes on uh, Eris, beats her, and mm. now they have uh, now he's got this incredible new power that i'm i'm actually i actually like that idea it's very random but i guess with the god in place it kind of adds that idea of hey anything can happen and then in episode 13 we had a lot of uh uh roxy and the other two i can't remember their names right now but the dwarf and the the whore and, and yeah uh, yeah oh, okay i guess whore is the way uh, we go i mean, I mean listen, uh, she's free with her body lucky yeah she's really free <laughs> with her body positive. dude five people at the same time they're not like each one of them are different species bro if somebody did that in our world they'd be called a whore and we're gonna call it alley too she's just like all of you (laughs) let's go fuck (laughs) she didn't even get any information out of them she just fucked them Uh, so yeah we got to see a lot about that and then we got to see the whole scenes where roxy was spying on eris and um what's what's the superd's name i can't remember off the it's uh Super dead end. Yeah, dead end. Well, it's called dead end. And Rat, also, we got like to see or something. Rager. Yeah, something like that. Rougered, uh, Rougered, Rougered yeah. yeah. And then she, we got to see her running away from that, and then running way past freaking uh, Rudius. And yeah. I don't. It was kind of cool to see. Although now we know that they're probably never going to meet for a while, or they're probably not going to meet for a while because she's already left the town. They're going across the water. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, Ru uh, Rougered just like. Beats the crap out of our well, not even beat the crap. He kills, and slaughters all the people that helped him get across the ocean because they were taking in beast kids. Uh, one of these beasts just happened to be a royal beast of some sort, 
And as uh, as Rudius is trying to go back to save that royal beast, uh, he ends up getting captured by the beast people that were actually going to go there anyway. So, in fact, it was kind of like if Rudius had actually just gotten out of there and been like, all right, let's just go. Uh, they probably those beast people would have just taken care of everything, and they probably yeah. would have been fine. But anyway, yeah. that's not that's not neither here nor there. What do you guys think of those two? Episodes? Yeah, there's no plot there. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's really good. I mean, I really like the part where uh, Rudy faces off against uh, Rougeard, uh and he gets his ass kicked because, like, it, like it, it confirms the thing. It was like, even though you can see the future, if the other person still moves faster and acts quicker than you can react, you're still fucked. <laughs> and i'm like yeah okay we're good we're good we get it we get it we get it i'm a little sad that he didn't meet up with roxy but that's fine like um it's more story it's really good i liked being introduced to like old people that his dad used to know and because his dad like looks more badass every single season and every episode that goes by like is that actually a really good fighter even though he's a bad person <laughs> He's like a good bad person. Like he's like he's he's doing the best he can, but he 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 gets swayed by his dick too much, and he's got to you know get some control on that, my guy. <laughs> like everybody he's worked with is like, no, he's scum. Like he's definitely a scumbag, but he's a good guy. <laughs> um, and it's really fun to watch this anime because the storytelling is so damn good. Like it's so good that while the every episode takes little baby steps the evolution of the characters and how much we learn per episode is still amazing and it's it really makes every episode worth watching because unlike one piece that we've been getting through where every episode it tells you a little bit more but it's definitely build up i can't say the same thing for this because every episode could be something new like who who could tell that he's going to meet a demon lord a literal crazy person (laughs) <laughs> dude i was telling johnny that like she feels like shinibio like she, like she's got the power to back it up but she acts like that she's mm. like i am the greatest and uh, we will win and like she's always hoping like very stereotypical anime stuff like happens uh yeah so i've been i've been really enjoying these two episodes um i've definitely liked it uh i I'm really glad I found this anime uh, when I did and got to watch it. Um, and I, it's definitely interesting where it's going to go. I, it definitely seems like it's going pretty hard, uh, pretty quickly. Um, but I'm definitely curious, like how much of this is just the plan of that. Uh, what God, if that's what we want to call it. Dude, that dude's awesome. Horrible, <laughs> powerfulness. Um, Cause I don't know if like all of that is just like butterflying effect and yeah. it's just going like, cool. Now you've been captured by them and it's going to lead to this, this, I don't know. But uh, yeah, definitely interested to see where it goes. Cause it's really kicking off pretty hard. Did we say earlier, I don't know if we said this in previous episode, but I don't think we did, but the God really reminds me of the weird little kid from, uh, from full metal alchemist brotherhood. <laughs> I, I was in the truth. Yeah. 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 But like this person or this God is so much more like, like you times that personality like times a hundred because the weird motions that it does and like the like the almost ambiguous attitude of its voice and the way it acts is just like oh well i didn't know i didn't think that was gonna happen but you know next time just follow what i say and then you then things things will happen it's like like the truth 
like it's got like this like it has just no agenda well this god seems like it has an agenda but it doesn't really care how it happens like it's mm. just there to have fun truth didn't seem like it was having fun it was a, it really set, seemed like an an all-knowing being that just sat there and didn't influence things and it was happy like when ed like bent fate for himself well this one just feels like hey you're interesting i'm gonna give you some hints and let's just see like it's kind of like a voyeur person like just loves watching how things roll out mm. so i'm glad this god has so much personality and is very like strange <laughs> i'm enjoying it yeah dude and uh, you know one surprise okay so <laughs> i fangirled a little bit when i first heard the japanese sub or sorry the sub because my my boy freaking um uh tomokazu sugita is is the 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 loser guy you know like uh, rudy's like loser guy voice yeah and i was like of course they chose this dude he's the voice of gintama he's a voice well he's actually the voice of escanor funny enough but uh, yeah. just because he has a very deep voice but he usually plays like a lot of like loser type characters and i was like bro they knocked it out of the park like i i'm gonna re- i'm gonna His just this is really good i'm gonna i'm gonna watch this in, in japanese for the rest of it uh it's so good but uh yeah i was I was really surprised at like how everything just ramped up. Not surprised, but like this is kind of what I wanted from Redo of Healer. You know what I mean? Where I wanted it angsty, but I didn't want it just shoved in my face. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like like a like what would you say? Like you know when they try and shove like political agendas in in their in in like media platforms in a movie, mm-hmm. and you're like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't need this. It's kind of like that. Do you hate women yet? Do you hate them? You know that's what Redo of Healer felt like. Do you hate them? good here's how we treat them and it was just like all right calm down calm down buddy um still really fun anime but uh yeah it was uh by the way we'll be talking about another anime in a little bit uh by the same person but anyway uh yeah mishoku tensei man i'm really digging this this anime man it's just it has like all those real um and gritty elements that i need in an anime in terms of uh or maybe what i want in anime but yeah, I mean, did you guys want to say anything else about those two episodes? I think I think we we had a lot of uh, it was a lot of fun to get back into this. I think it's just to say something like I saw this anime initially when Guguk did his like little explanation about it, saying it's beautiful, it's like got a wonderful storytelling, and I think he's absolutely right. Is it it manages to do something that a rare anime does, where it has very serious storytelling like realistic character builds up build up a fantastic way to say like a guy who did nothing but save these kids life once who otherwise was a piece of shit um is now gets a second chance and isn't suddenly a new a new human being like is not like fully different like he still has those lustful urges he did in his previous life he still but he's doing something now. He sees this as a, a second chance of life and it's his, it, he's taking this and going with it. So he's not all of a sudden completely different, but he is taking advantage of this kind of like in spider where we see like this character who's like totally an otaku, like has no life and now gets reborn and is suddenly doing something new. It's, uh, it's very similar, but it's very realistic. And I, I, I'm just enjoying this this story. Yeah, no, it's definitely like I said, it's uh, it's very unique in that sense. And man, I I haven't been this invested in like a main character for a while, just because, like like we were saying before, uh, I won't get too much on it, but is that idea of 
his past life is not completely disconnected from his from this life yeah. and i like that his astral form is still that body of his right is just so because i always forget they're the same person but every now and then it just comes back i'm like oh that's right and kind of reminds me this guy was a loser and now he's you know he's doing things on a different well okay he's a little creepy still he you know i mean he does some creepy do ass something shit. dirty um yeah and plus that's his like cousin too so i mean i think we all forget about that eris is fucking cousin you know what i mean and um with roxy it's different but like everybody i'm like okay come on like let's let's get off of these stereotypes but anyway um why why don't we go into some anime that we have been making we want to try and uh you know make the case for uh, i've only watched like two anime i'll be real with you and i think pretty sure you guys have watched these two animes so um, which ones would you like to talk about in terms of uh, making the case for them? So to kind of go over real quick, Johnny and I watched eight new anime. Um, I'm going to quickly go over the list um, that we watched. Restaurant to Another World was in there, but it's not really a contender. Uh, we watched uh, The World's Finest Assassin, uh, blah, 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 extra title. Uh, we watched uh, Demon Slayer, which is up there, um, which I don't think we need to make a case for, <laughs> but I don't think that's in, evolved in our top three right now. Uh, we watched Platinum Men, Sakugan, Digimon Ghost, uh, Ghost Game, um, and that might have been it, right? Is there anything else I'm missing? Oh, and we watched a Talked OP Destiny. Which I think was hey, real it. quick with uh, Demon Slayer. I skipped it, but uh, is it? I think you were the one that told us, Michael, that the first five episodes were going to be like Mugen Train a little bit, or the yeah. first seven episodes are Mugen Train, but explored. Okay. okay. Like the the first episode of this season was nothing in the movie. Okay. It was gotcha. pre to the movie. So yeah, um, definitely an in, in uh, it was an intro to uh, Rengoku. Yeah, it said that there's really going to cool. be seventy new scenes. Um, there's going to awesome. be a lot like a lot more of explaining of stuff that they left out uh, of the movie that was in the manga. Okay. A lot like Boruto, the movie, how they, they ended up reiterating it in the anime too. So, Correct. okay. Yes, gotcha. Yes, okay. Yes. So cool. we have seven, okay. we have basically seven weeks to wait until it's up to the, uh, I think it's like the entertainment district arc. Yeah. Basically ooh, off ooh, the train. Red again. district. Ooh. Red light district, baby. Um, and then the ones we're missing is Kami can't, uh, Kami-san can't communicate and World and Harem. And I did not mention uh, 86 season two as well. I watched uh, Blue Period along with Lucky. And then there's Vampire Dies in No Time. Um, I myself am vying for uh, World's Finest Assassin or Platinum End. All right. What about you, Johnny? Um. My vote was going to go to Platinum End or Tact OP Destiny. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that until we discuss more. Okay. Yeah, my, my, the reincarnated one where, or the one who was kicked off of the main, main hero's party. That was another one. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that looked like a good one, too. Um, so I, I'm going to go with World's Finest Assassin or Blue Period. I think mm-hmm. either one of those are good. So. And luckily, Blue Period is actually weekly, so it actually makes sense for us to do it. So mm-hmm. there is that. Uh, so it sounds like we got some overlap here. Do you guys want to just cut out the ones that we don't have overlap on? So it would be World's Finest Assassin and uh, Platinum, Platinum End. Platinum End. So why don't we go to those two and talk about <laughs> them? Because sure. uh, I've heard a lot. Of, I've heard a little bit about Platinum End, 
haven't really got into it yet. Can you guys kind of explain to me what it is and like why why yeah. you guys thought it was so good? Yeah, actually, I, I'm going to be honest. For anybody who's listening out there, all the anime we just mentioned are actually pretty decent. Like, I, I don't know about you, but like, uh, I think Sakugan Digimon Ghost Game were a little bit weaker on the first episodes. Restaurant in another world, it, it's only good because of the season one. It builds off and tells mm. good stories. Um, a lot of these uh, are just, they're fun watches. Sakagon by far was, I think, one of my weakest ones because of how convoluted the first episode was. Like, you really had to jump into the world. Uh, the Vampire Dies in No Time was a funny one. Um, otherwise, I, I would say the reason why I'm picking Platinum End over everything else is because the, the world is so interesting and the way they play morality, just like Death Note, is such a fun concept so do a quickly overview uh basically this guy tries to kill himself in episode one jumps off the top of a building and then an angel comes and saves him um in the process they kind of describe this guy's life why he wanted to kill himself and she basically goes well i've been watching your entire life so i'm gonna give you the power of flight and uh this crazy arrow thing in your arm and through that, you kind of just find out that he has the worst upbringing imaginable, and he and there's a there's something that goes on between him and his family, and it basically gets inducted into a battle to become god. Anything I'm missing out there, Johnny? Um, Specific details aside. No, I mean, if anything, I would describe it as it's uh, honestly kind of it's very similar to Death Note. Um, in that, you know, an ordinary person is giving, given extraordinary power, uh, and they can do a lot of things with it, good or bad. Yeah. And, um, this is all in the, I, I don't know. It feels very almost like crusady, like w- people have to die for God. So I don't know. It kind of feels like that, but I, yeah, I, it uh, seems fun. And admittedly, I'm, I'm interested because of its correlation to death note. Yeah. Also with that, with what he just said. The angel who's accompanying him doesn't care if people die, like at mm-hmm. all, as long as they've deserved something that would that would incur their death. So, like, like that is extended to kids as well. Like that, this person, this angel, does not care who dies as long as if they've done something to earn it. And you know that could be a lot of things. Like, the, the angel was like, hey, why don't you uh, kill those people and get their money? It was like, the guy was like, isn't that wrong? They're like, no, you d- you deserve that. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I, I'm in, I'm enjoying the morality because Death Note had that same aspect where we're like, is this right? Is this wrong? Well, you as the viewer have to decide because we're certainly not going to tell you in this anime. So, yeah, that, that's basically a platinum end. Nice. And then World's Finest Assassin... To me, so I didn't get through episode two yet. I uh, foolishly realized that I had not watched One Piece and rushed into it uh, <laughs> to finish uh, to get into this weekend talk. But uh, I really like the asp- the the idea of it. It you know just first off the first scene uh, kicks ass, man. Just this brutal scene. I won't get too much into it just for uh, you know just so everybody can kind of see it. But we do get this uh, assassin who is very good at his job that eventually gets betrayed by the company that he's, or the mafia that he's working for, whatever you want to call it, uh, the organization that he's working for. He's just about to retire and he gets betrayed uh, for 
probably an obvious reason, which is they don't want him leaving with their trade secrets. So they're trying to off him before he retires and go trains freaking ninjas, right? Uh, yeah. So he ends up uh, going into an airplane and you know gets uh, off that way. Uh, Goddess says, I need you to kill somebody. Uh, I won't say who that is. I think that's a more interesting thing for people to find out on them there by their by themselves. Uh, I need you to kill somebody in this new world. Uh, so you can either be reborn in your world and not remember anything, or you could be reborn in this crazy fantasy world because that's what East guys are. Uh, she didn't say that part, but we all know it. And you, you need to, be, you know, you need to kill somebody for me. And that's kind of where like I ended off on, and uh, they were about to talk into specifics about it. And yeah, I really like the premise of it. And I actually, uh, actually, the Platinum Men sounds pretty good too. So I was thinking is if we just end up using these two and then eventually once Demon Slayer gets to a point where it's like, okay, now we're past Mugen Train, let's get it. We drop one of them or we decide, hey, why don't we just put fucking five, five anime into a podcast and see if it works. That's true. I mean, to be honest, so if we think about this real quick. One Piece is going to continue. We'll have an extra one in case One Piece ever takes a break. Mashoku Tensei is going to be 12, more than likely 12 episodes. So if we take the seven episodes of Demon Slayer, that means Mashoku Tensei will be almost done by the time we're going to cover Demon Slayer, which, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll get 24 episodes of Demon Slayer. Oh, cross dang, our, cross please, our fingers. Please, cross our fingers. Please. Um, and then on top of that, we've got both of these, which are both brand new. And I got to give World's Finest Assassin some props is that the feeling is completely different from Redo Healer. Oh, like, dude, it was absolutely, so different. It's night and day. <laughs> dude, they did, he did such a good job of that. I remember he, the first time I ever heard him talk about it was on... Um, the anime man was interviewing him in some fox costume for some weird reason. And he was just like, he was like, yeah, I'm really happy that my manga, uh, World's Finest Assassin, gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat, got uh, picked up. And I was like, what in the world is up with that title? And I was like, well, I mean, it's to the point, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I don't know about you, Johnny, but I'm, we're, we're probably going to keep up with these both anyways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't think there's a problem with going into that. Plus then our hype list can be a little different every time. Um, and maybe one piece doesn't have to be in the back of every episode. Or one piece, man. For, oh yeah. Also, I just realized, so for anybody new here, uh, basically what we do is we always put our, our anime that we cover, except in this episode, because we would need to talk about the new anime uh, last, but typically we have a hype list. So, uh, for this one, it was One Piece first, uh, and we save always save the best for last. So it's in terms of that, whatever is the most hypest uh, goes to the back. And uh, yeah, so that's basically usually how we do it. Uh, so yeah, sounds like we're in agreement. That sounds good to me. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so what, what's up, Michael? I, I just got one more thing t- for everybody who's listening. Is there any honorable mention you guys would like to throw out that you're going to be watching alongside our big, big four, five, seven? Um that obviously we won't be talking about, but something you would think somebody should definitely watch. Yeah, so I, I already covered this in... Uh, wait, what is this? Are we going to talk? So I covered this yesterday, uh, which is Blue Period. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was a really great thing. I had, I had mentioned in uh, that podcast that we got a copyright strike in our YouTube channel. And once I watched Blue Period, I was like, wow, dude. Even after this kid has almost no chance of getting to a university, he's just like, I'm going to do it. I was like, that's kind of like us. Like, even though there's yeah. almost no chance that any of this is going to happen, right? Because it's like, 
Uh, if you look at the biggest podcast, uh, biggest anime cop podcast right now, what is it? Probably trash taste or something like that. But it's all because they built up their empire and then eventually got into this podcast. But then, you know, here comes this kid who just barely started doing this drawing stuff. And all because he's passionate about it. I was like, man, I needed to see this. anime, dude, that anime single handedly got me out of my slump after that copyright strike. And was just like, all right, let's continue. Let's continue, guys. So, yeah, uh, yeah Blue Period, definitely one to watch. Yeah, um, I think my biggest is probably it's probably talked OP Destiny, to be honest. Um, yeah, I've got a movies. couple. Yeah. And that's the thing is it looks like uh, it's made by Madhouse and uh, Mappa, who are both like big producers out there. Um, and it's like musicians battling or not musicians battling, but it's like they use the power of music to fight. And there's like these these monsters who hate music or the sound of it. And so anytime music is played, they'll come out and like beat ass. And then like what's called a conductor and a music art. They work together to beat them up using the power of their life force and calories to fight back. Um, and there's just some beautiful music in it. And it's got the animation levels of fate in there. <laughs> like the, the main girl, the main uh, uh, girl protagonist she looks directly out of fate and it looks really pretty. So I would heavily recommend that one. Um, man, if I had to recommend worlds and harem, I mean, I was going to say that, uh, but I, you know, it's not out yet. Uh, it's been delayed, which is frankly just too bad. Um, but otherwise I'm excited to watch Comey can't communicate. Actually. I keep seeing little videos of it and it looks pretty hilarious. Um, another one I'm interested in is I don't actually know the name of it, but, uh, it's another one about uh, a high schooler that is apparently she just sees ghosts and like death everywhere uh, just like kind of haunting her low key and she has to like keep a straight face the entire time because otherwise what is it? Miroku-chan. Oh, there you go. Miroku-chan. And that I don't know that just seems like a funny premise. It does. Like I, Actually that one I thought was Komi can't communicate and I was like oh no there's horrific spirit demons funny. in there. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, you know what? I actually had one more that I mentioned to Johnny and you. Uh, Gambare Doki-chan. Oh, yeah. One of the, dude, I swear to God, I've never seen something so ridiculous. It's like four minute episodes of this girl trying to get this guy to freaking notice her. And every single time, like, this guy just doesn't get the hint. Also, he has no eyes so that you can imagine Mm -hmm. yourself on his face, you creepy motherfucker. Oh, just like one room. Great. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, except it's not in, in, in first person, but still. And then he never he never picks up the hints and he never really cares about it. And she's and at the end of the episode or during the episode, she always freaking just has these daydreams of him just ramming it right in her, bro. Like, dude, I was, like one of the episodes, she he just rams her up against the wall in, in her dream, right? And she's just like, oh no. And then I'm just like, wow, that was uh man. I don't think that guy, that no eye guy is gonna do that. I mean, how's he gonna see where you're going anyway? Like you could just That's ram you. <laughs> he could be just fucking your your uh, body pillow at that point. Who knows? So anyway, that's that's another one that uh, I'm going to be watching. I still have to catch up on a couple episodes. But anyway, guys, thank you guys for listening. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. Hopefully you'll listen again. Uh, we do do daily podcasts. I'm taking Sundays off now. So uh, that's the only day that there will be no podcast. But anyway, guys, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real, R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual. casual.